we are legends. In this 49th episode of We Are Legends, the unofficial podcast for DC Legends Mobile, we discuss Brainiac. I am Kage, who always swipes right, and with me as always is Hate Mail and Ogre Barbarian. Brainiac, Brainiac, Brainiac. Is he the meta killer that we need? The short answer is no, but he is a big step in the right direction. And he's pretty good. I, I really like this character. He doesn't end the Wonder Girl teams because, unfortunately, Wonder Girl is just so good that she's still great on his team because she can slaughter all greens. She just can't whip them to death when you're facing an opposing Graniac, which is quite nice and definitely a step in the right direction. On top of that, we can actually use teams that you couldn't use before. Clayface is pretty much usable again, which is pretty awesome. Isn't it? The caveat to that is that it has to be with Graniac. So I wouldn't even say that they're usable. Well, yeah, like, I mean, they're usable with Brainiac. And Brainiac himself yeah. is a great character. Not as much because he negates Wonder Girl, which is still a great part of that, but that extra 15% turn meter he gives your team is huge. And I'm just starting to mess with different teams that that seems to make a massive difference. You've yeah. heard him out too, haven't you, Kage? Yeah, I do. I think the 15% turn meter is... Is probably going to be his biggest asset to the team. The fact that you can speed up slower characters. Um, I know, for example, my complaint with Catwoman is that if I'm going to use her to purge Power Girl, she's too slow to do it. But with Brainiac, I can bring up Catwoman's speed just a little bit and then purge Power Girl and then move along with my day. Um, <laughs> I noticed the same thing. I started using Batman World Greatest Detective, which I've never been high on that character, and I know a lot of people are. But with Brainiac, you can get your, you can do your AOE buff removal early on, which is really nice. Well, not even that. It's just you can finally give everyone turn of the true sight you need because the problem with before was that he was too slow to give everyone true sight. Yeah. But now you you can bring give everyone true sight turn one before your the, the enemy moves. So that's yeah. huge. Yeah, that part's awesome. And the other part that I really like, <laughs> well, I was going to say, I don't really like, but that's very, it's good and bad at the same time. If you're not facing an opposing Brainiac team, your Wonder Girl can use her whip before pretty much everybody else. So you can remove any pesky buffs with her. <laughs> <laughs> you just made Wonder Girl Quit faster. encouraging people. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't give them ideas. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential with him. I've messed with a lot of different comps. Stun comps are pretty usable. The only problem I have with the stun comps is that it's slow. So if you're not not worried about finishing the matches quickly, which I tend to be in that mode where I'm trying to just hammer out my my matches fairly quickly, uh, there's the stun comps are fun, but your matches go really long because you do small damage. Yeah. The problem with stun comps is that They've always been slow or don't do enough damage. Uh, Brainiac kind of mitigates the speed part, but I still don't see stun comps becoming part of the meta, or ever. They're definitely much more usable than they ever were. And I think building a comp around stuns doesn't work so well, because really the only character that benefits from stuns is Killer Frost. 
which I really like Killer Frost, but the problem is, is that a lot of the other characters you want to use that do stuns that are fun and good are also um, energy. So you don't want to run three energy characters on a team most of the time. There's too many super-powered blues that rock them if you run too many energy characters. Right. So, going back to Brainiac, uh, my final thoughts on Brainiac are that he doesn't have anything besides the Terminator and the, the leadership ability. I don't think he... It's hard to build proper synergies around Brainiac because he fits into a lot of different groups without being very good at those roles. Do you know what I mean? Like well, World's I... Greatest Detective, where he World's Greatest Detective is going to fill a lot of roles for you, but he's not going to be that great in those roles. Well, and I think that where it goes back to building those stun comps doesn't work as well because a lot of times the characters you want to fill a void are you know different energy characters that do different things and if you're just running a stun character like killer frost she doesn't purge she doesn't do anything else that you really need so a lot of times if you're running a stun comp you have no purgers if you're running a you're missing certain pieces that you need to deal with certain characters you don't have anti-evasion you don't have different things i think brainiac though on his own brings a lot to the table because he does a lot of damage with that stun He's, when he's shielded, he uses it twice, which you kill most physical characters if he hits them. Problem is, is that he, you know, he needs anti-evasion or something. The other thing you can run is Steppenwolf, which he actually you're able to use his stun or use his uh, buff his early buffs. on to be able to kill other characters, which I find pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I think that Brainiac is one of those characters that, for those of you who got him, good job. But he wasn't the freebie, so he's not going to change the meta. So, yeah. like, unfortunately, that's just the case. And, Wonder Girl was free. She well, destroyed the meta because of it. Not only that, but she and, still does so much damage. And removing buffs, even though she's not doing damage to them. with. And this, <laughs> It's funny because the people that said that her damage shouldn't be nerfed with her AoE... This is proof that even with her damage not doing any damage, she's still the best choice for a mystic character because she removes so many buffs with no damage on her passive and her basic oh, yeah. does so much damage in her AoE does so much damage whenever it's being used on I think they could nerf the passive to do zero damage but still remove buffs and she would still be just as viable today as she was without it. Oh, she'd be the best purger in the game, still, hands down. Yeah. Because when, she... when, when she was released, I really liked the fact that she could punish buffers because that's exactly what the description on her kit says. Like, she's going to punish you for using buffs. And you go, okay, yeah, I'm not going to use buffs. But when he gets to three months of, <coughs> hey, I can't use my energy characters because I'm losing too many buffs that I need... That becomes a problem. Yeah, but that's what I mean. That's where I don't think... <laughs> it's funny because I think even if you got rid of all of her damage on her passive, facing other Brainiac teams, I still bring Wonder Girl because she's still the best choice. I mean, I, I, a lot of times I don't just because I'm tired of using her, but whenever I just I want to be the most effective, it still works the best against opposing Brainiac teams because she'll remove the buffs that I need to get through, and then I can use her single target punch to just punch the crap out of any energy character to oblivion 
Right. And the you still only can, you still don't. And the other thing is, is that you don't need to bring multiple mystics to deal with multiple energy characters. If I see three energy characters, slot Wonder Girl, good go. But anyway, this episode isn't supposed to be about Wonder Girl, so let's go back to Brainiac. <laughs> um, so for Legendary Order, I like his five first. Even though he d- does what he's supposed to do with you know protecting the team, I still like starting that battle with 30% shield on Brainiac and 15% shield on the team because so much of his kit is dependent on his having a shield that I really feel like that should be your first upgrade. And then second, I like his Mitokolu, where he is number three, where he uses a 60% chance to use it, the ability a second time. So that you know procs just about 60% of the time. And like it's supposed to, and if it if it hits a physical character, they usually die. Otherwise, it just stuns them twice. Which, if they have buff, debuff purger, it does help keep it on there. After that, it's kind of I've been kind of torn. I originally would have said two, but I've kind of moved it up to four because that 25% chance on every attack it, it happens more frequently than you would think, and it can it can really make or break the game for you. I originally thought his two would have been my first choice um, next, but you don't use it as early on because you almost always open the match with Mitokolu, and then you'll use Shrink Ray usually later. So you've had a chance to already call assist, and then the crit immunity is nice, but only lasts one turn. So you know it will protect you somewhat, but it's still I don't I don't feel like it's a game changer. I thought the crit immunity lasts two turns. It might be two turns. I could okay. be wrong. Well. Either way, I don't find myself using that too often, so I would agree to move it down later on your upgrade priority. I personally don't really like using him as a leader, just because he is only supposed to fight Wonder Girl if you're buffing, and he just his teams take forever to kill Wonder Girl if you're if you're using him as a lead. I've also found that she Wonder Girl can still strip the taunts away from your taunters. And gets a Brainiac. So I prefer him as more of a support role. And for that, I would recommend doing 1, 3, 4, and then 5, 2, or 2 and 5, whatever you want to do with him as a support. But either way, his two or his 3 is going to be a second upgrade, just because you are going to start the ma- trying to start the match shielded with his 1, and then try and stun from there. Are you getting arrested, Kage? What's that? Are you getting arrested? Yeah, I hear police. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the news on the streets. <laughs> I also accidentally—I was trying to X out because my stupid line chat keeps dinging, and I accidentally left Court of Owls chat <laughs> while oh I was doing that. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> quit. <laughs> and I got so much editing to do on this episode <laughs> already. Um, lastly, I think I would take his basic, even though I know M4 likes it a little higher because so much of his kit's dependent on it. And that double shield, getting 60% shield when you have none, especially if you're not using him as leader. If you're not using him as leader, I think maybe it should be higher because you need that shield. You almost have to open with his basic to get the shield unless you're running Hal Jordan or something like that. What do you think? I really wish, I really wish, um. Fate or Jessica Cruz were faster. I'm um, just a little bit, so they can shield him up with their AOE shields. But you know that's okay. I guess they're a little bit more viable now with Brainiac. 
Now let's do a question. Now I know when you run Atrocitus as a leader, because I haven't really played with him with Atrocitus too much, he still gets enraged on the first turn, but after yes. that, nobody can get enraged, correct? Yeah, so you have to wait out the two-turn enrage immunity. Oh, okay. Um, because if you use the three, because I know when you run Atrocitus lead, you're, the first thing you're going to do is run his uh, openers with his AoE, right? But it's just gonna, not going to do anything. It does AoE and no one will get enraged. Gotcha. Yeah. So, word of caution, if you want to use him with the Trostidus, don't use him. Uh, don't open with the AoE. Yeah, I don't I don't think those two pair well together. I don't necessarily think they should probably be on the same team. Some characters aren't meant to synergize, man. Yeah. Which is fine. I don't. The less Atrocitus we see, the better, because I'm getting sick of it here. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were talking the other day that you don't mind Atrocitus teams. I don't mind them as much as Batgirl teams, just because I can beat them with my Brainiac team on auto, where Atrocitus team, I mean Batgirl teams, I have to play manual to beat them. Uh-huh. Where... Batgirl? <laughs> yeah, Batgirl. That's what you said. <laughs> She's Batgirl, though. <laughs> so they... uh uh, the auto team, which you'll see a lot of video of in this episode, I was running Brainiac, Clayface, Harley Quinn MJ, and Wonder Girl, which I know is a meta-boring, annoying team. But when we were doing the top 100 for Brainiac, I just ran that on auto nonstop because it took me, I think I played 260 matches to get to top 100, some obscene amount, which we'll talk about in a later episode. All right, guys. Well, I think any any final thoughts on Brainiac before we close this one down? Hey, he's good, WB, but he's not quite where we want to be. WB, can you please not paywall your meta counters? Yeah, that's just give us something to deal with Wonder Girl <laughs> <clears throat> properly. Just okay. kind of end her reign. But anyway, um, all right, everyone. Wonder, please... Wonder Girl. <laughs> Be sure to check out next episode, which is our final episode of We Are Legends, before we transition over to the WROL broadcast. All right, all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Did you like the show? Consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash legends for more information. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're not going to say anything? We are legends.